bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews Uh, goddamn i say welcome to another episode of spoiled movie reviews i'm your host rod joined as always by my co-host karen and we are ready to give you a spoiled movie review for a movie you've seen don't ever plan on seeing or don't care because we are going to spoil the movie today's movie is the creator uh and we'll get into that in a second um uh we went to the theater to see it Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 10 o'clock on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, barely anybody in the theater. Uh, one person was coughing a lot in the very back of the theater. Chad, I was like, you should have stayed home. Yeah, very far away from us because mm-hmm. we sit in the front. But still, yeah, why why didn't you just stay home? Right. Uh, what, do you not understand the new rules? This is why people are wearing masks now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh uh we saw trailers is the point i'm trying to get to um and since we saw some movie trailers guys to talk about some okay uh the first movie trailer we saw was a movie called salt burn um that looked like some kind it actually this movie trailer reminded me of a movie trailer for a movie i didn't see last year where like this black woman befriends a dude and his family turned out to be like vampires or some shit yes i remember that yes that that was a weird it was just weird i was like oh something weird quirky something different y'all just aren't telling us the twist like they did with the one with the vampires but yeah it's something it's gonna be a cult like it's something that's going to happen where it's a quote-unquote too good to be true type of scenario it's look like it's trying to be quirky and weird it's the thing for me where it feels like a lot of like a remix on the great gatsby idea we take a person from lower society and bring them into this higher society and and you know this this is what it's like for the rich people and the and the the people with names and money i i I have zero interest in seeing it also I don't know if I saw a black person that really seemed to have a prominent role in it. Um, and that like even the vampire one with the black woman, I didn't go see. So I definitely know I ain't seeing this one. Ain't that the truth? No. I, you know, it's like if it was niggas, it's probably helped. So I'm good. Uh, Napoleon is a Ridley Scott film um, starring uh, Phoenix, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Um, as Napoleon seems like a biopic, mm-hmm. it I thought it looked great. I thought it was a great trailer and everything. I don't know that I'll see it in a theater, um, but uh, but, but I mean I don't know that much about Napoleon and right. it's a shortcut to learn some shit. So I, mm-hmm. I can't rule it out completely. And it looks like it's gonna be Oscars bait. I about shit. to say they was acting. I was like, oh, like they it's like oh y'all spit the money, y'all we gonna actually see some some like excellent war footage and things like that but you know i'm kind of like you i don't think i'm going to see it but but i was like oh y'all y'all going for the moscos yeah so uh it's about that time of year where the oscar bait is coming out um but yeah not that interested in it but like i said maybe when i get a screener for it or something um the holdovers uh, it's about the kids who don't get to go home from school for 
from like I guess this private school or whatever for spring break or holidays because they don't have family to go to. Um, and it also seemed very white to me. And it's weird. It felt like a 1980s comedy. It felt like, because the way some of the stuff was cut and just the way some of the font and stuff on the screen and the way some of the punch-up yeah. lines, I was like, oh, so this is something It definitely I- felt like it was a stylistic choice of like, a, oh, this was a time back then and, and this is what life was like, like the clothing and stuff, yeah. Yes, and also it's one of those <clears throat> things where I don't think I'm seeing this in the movies, but I was like, this right here would be a great TV show. Like, you probably could go into depth, more details and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, I guess because of the way it was presented, I was like, oh, yeah, this would be a great TV show, but I don't think I'm going to watch it in a movie form. Um, Paul Giamatti uh, stars in it. I think it's uh, probably going to be good, um, but it, it's so white. And the one character who is a black character is played by Devon Joy Randolph, and she's like a cafeteria worker or something. Mm-hmm. Um and it's giving that vibe of like black best friend, black magical Negro type thing. And I wonder if it'll get Oscar buzz again, especially her role as supporting or something. Cause it was giving me those vibes of like, it's going to be a, cause it's a movie about people that don't have families at a, during the holidays. Right. I, I feel like it's going to get some, some, it's going to at least try for the emotional, like heartstrings and, Maybe maybe it'll get something, but yeah, I wasn't that interested in seeing it. Me either. Uh, Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom. Uh, the main thing I know about this trailer is Amber Heard is not in it, really. No, you know what? Nope. For a person that co-starred in the first one, that's interesting. Um, and I wonder if it's just the Johnny Depp shit. Right, because I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be surprising if her role is major, but they was like, we're not going to even have her for the promotion because right. we don't want to deal with anything associated with him, and we don't want that that kind of, I guess, funk on the film and, you know, people feeling all types of It's just of interesting. Ways. I think they may, I wouldn't be surprised if they reduced her role. Yeah, after they, after they had already film to film i could see yeah. them going back right like, now nah, just just cut it down because all that bit. you know during all that shit she as much as i think johnny depth is the main culprit of you know that the issues are with i still she was did not come out of that shit clean nope. and she was doing a bunch of toxic shit and in, and in, in that mm-hmm. there's evidence of as well so i can see them being like we don't know which way this is gonna unfold so we're just gonna go ahead and say uh cut her out of it yeah, then uh, my educated guess would not be surprising if they may have just killed her character off just so they don't have to deal with it if they plan on making a third one. Mm. Yeah, I think killing her off is, would be extremely drastic because that's like killing off Lois Lane. Like, it's just, <gasps> okay. that's, that's too integral of a part, part of the character. Right, right. They just reduced the role. We're like, yeah. we're, we're not going to kill her, but, but, if, but if once everything died down, by the time we come up with the third one, we'll probably increase her role and go kind of go back to normal. Yeah, maybe I'd I like I'd rather I'd I'd sooner that think they would recast it than completely kill off that character. Um especially uh, okay. with it being um, I can see that. Yeah. Especially with them not knowing how it was gonna work out at the time, because I think when they were filming this they just didn't know. Right. So they could have like said, You need to fall back for the next film and then maybe later we'll have you. But uh yeah, I, I mean I'm gonna go see it. I actually thought the trailer looked great. Oh yeah, they got um, a hell of a trailer now. And um it was really good to see the dude play Black Manta 
step up into the role and and the character get more development because you know one of the things that i didn't like about the first one was that the black manta character felt extremely secondary yes and then they they kind of rectified that by making him a bigger threat this time Mm -hmm. and i mean shout out to james wan they really kept the continuity in this movie because orm is also in this movie and they do a good job with that like making sure that the things in the first movie counted um, agreed the next trailer was argyle it was a little confusing it's like a woman writes a book about a secret agent but then in real life it is a real secret agent that she's somehow writing accurately about in her books and now the whole spy world which is filled with lots of well-known character actors they all are trying to solve this by the same person that did kingsman um what do you think about this one is interesting i don't know how to feel about it i probably will not go see it uh it's probably it looked like it's probably gonna be funny probably gonna be like a good comedy it has um calvary uh, 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 uh superman in it uh and i you know i i enjoy him acting uh but i don't think he's enough to make me want to go see this movie yeah i do not want to see it i actually think the kingsman matthew vaughn has not really made another movie that I really feel is like blowing me out the water. And it was since the, the first Kingsman was good. After that, mm-hmm. yeah. So I want to say since the Kingsman, uh, I like, and even the first Kingsman. I, you know, if you remember our the review, uh, the thing I didn't like was the very ending because at, at some point it just kind of became like the worst James Bond. Like it, it went from mm-hmm. like send a send up of james bond to like oh wait this is just this is worse than james bond i think the end is like him talking about fucking some girl in the ass and it's it like was. it's like oh man you almost had it you know but then you kind of blew it at the end and i've liked some of his movies this is not like a diss to all his movies i, I like kick ass yes um i enjoy x-men first class despite what it eventually you know all that stuff end up like being fucked because it had to come back to the original timeline mm-hmm. um i saw the tetris movie i thought it was okay um yeah i'm looking at other ones yeah i hated the fantastic four Mm-mm, that wasn't um, good. the one with michael b jordan in it, it mm-hmm. just wasn't good oh it was horrible so anyway all that to say like I, he's very hit or miss for me lately and miss more than hit so i'm not very excited about it you know and that last i think the last movie i saw his was well, Tetris and then The King's Man, the which was like the prequel, and it was not good. And I, heard I feel like good. he's worn out his welcome to me, and I can see his plots and twists and, and stuff coming before they happen. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, this one felt so over-the-top com- com- trying to be comedic that I said it's probably not going to be good. Uh, I can see that too. But yeah, I, I don't think I'm definitely not going to the theater. If it's something I'm bored one day going through Netflix or whatever it comes on, I watch it then. And possibility, knowing me, I probably skip it anyway. Killers of the Flower Moon, um, the the new Scorsese, Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. movie. Leonardo look like he's going to be acting his ass off. I, I really want to see this. I think this is going to be great. Like, like, I'll be very surprised if it's not great. Right. Um, that's because. The one, I think I've talked about it on here a little bit, but the Osage County murders are just, like, I listen to a couple podcasts about them, and it's like these Native American people had owned this land where all this oil was found, and then the white people essentially 
ingratiated themselves into the community and straight up like murdered people to get the rights to that land. And it, I, if, if this movie does what I hope it does, it will be an inter- interrogation and evisceration of whiteness and white people and the savageness and the brutality of white folks. And I really need that. It, that, I need this movie to be about that and it looks like from the tone of the trailer they may have nailed that like mm-hmm. not not no overt like message but just mm-hmm. you see the people in the film doing the killing you see them talking about literally trying to marry the Native American women so that they can have children with them so that they can get the money into their own family bloodline that's how savage they were with this shit so like I really do hope that that's what this film is and I, I trust Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, acting ability and the roles he chooses that it will probably be like that. Right. Because he's done a good job, in my opinion, of picking roles where the movie is more three-dimensional than just a uh, white people good, you know, type right. thing. Um, next goal wins. Tata Watiki or Watiti is doing a, a movie about uh, uh Samoan soccer team or something. Probably going to be funny. Probably going to be good. I'm not very interested interested in the premise. Mm-mm. Probably will not see this in the theater. But nope. honestly, people, like, if Thor, Love, and Thunder was great, I loved it. But mm-hmm. Taika be in his bag with these films like this. This is the shit that really gives you the, like, oh, he's doing this thing. Um, so some of my favorite films of his are not the actual um, – are not the big budget ones, you know. Yeah, it's, it's it's the, the smaller um, ones. Yeah, um, it's the joints like, um, um, well, what we do in shadows, which became a TV show. But for me, it's like the hunt for will for the wilder people. Oh my fucking god, that shit was so funny. That kid was so good. When that, that's why I was excited when like Deadpool, uh, <laughs> when Deadpool came out and that kid had a big role. I say, oh shit, JoJo Rabbit, you know, like. Dude, do some funny stuff, and I honestly, I'm at a point with him where I kind of want him to do stuff like this and not Star Wars and Marvel and big budget stuff because he doesn't. He's very irreverent, and I think his brain is one of like, I'm not gonna take this shit that seriously. And unfortunately, you got to take that unserious shit very seriously to make it good. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I think he had a hit with Thor: Love and Thunder, but it, it like after that, he just seems almost exasperated with the entire process so yeah i will be looking forward to uh to to this joint um uh because like i said he, uh he 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 produced it i think um now here's my caveat with this trailer i noticed they don't really show a lot from the movie so that's a to me a red flag because it's kind of relying on the fact that taika um tight that he produced it and you're and he's talking directly to you and that's a little like mm, show like, me what happened in the movie like i like right that's what i was trying to figure out like is, is he something where he's gonna be coming and filming and cutting and you know it part of the jokes yeah like so to me you you need to like i don't know like like i know you directed it wrote it whatever it's, it's, it's like if Tom Cruise does that thing before the movie where he thanks you for coming out, but that's the trailer. And I'm like, no, no, that's not a trailer for Top Gun. Top, I need you to actually show me some of the plot beats from Top Gun. So, right. I, so anyway, I, a little bit of this I'm a little wary about, but I hope it's good. Um, 
Let's see what else. Oh, what do you think about that one? I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm like you. I enjoy his work, but it's just one of those things where I'm like you. That's why you know I know he was kind of hurt, but I was like, yeah, they need to take you off this Star Wars shit because you basically asked somebody to be in the Star Wars. Like the character died. Like, and she was right. like, I found out. I was like, well, that means you're not actually doing your research. Like, like you said, you're not taking this shit seriously. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, the bike riders. It's a movie about bikers from like the sixties or seventies. Uh, Tom. Um. Fuck the dude that plays Venom is is like yes. playing a role in it. I, I'm gonna be honest. This shit looked terrible to me. It did. I'm not gonna be watching this. It looked like boring. It looked like a throwback. It also very very white. Yeah, it looked like that biker show you used to watch. Like like like. like it looked like a bad Sons of Anarchy. Yes, but also. The 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 acting choice that the dude Tom Hardy had like his, his the way accent. he was talking was so fucking weird and it was it feels a little like he does that with his Venom character and whenever he plays an American it's like a kind of nasally high pitched type of voice and I don't get it man I it, it just this one didn't do nothing I'll be Maybe some reviews would have to come out and tell me it was great for me to watch that shit yeah but that looked, I'm even out. the name sounds basic. Don't it sound like a basic bitch name? The bike riders. It sounds like the name you think of when you can't think of the real name or something. It's like it's like somebody put that as a pin holder. You mm-hmm. know, when you're coming up with ideas, we'll come up with something else. And it was like, fuck, we ain't got another name. Let's just yeah. go with the original thought. It's like if somebody was like, oh, you remember that that TV show on FX with the with the uh, motorcycle gang? And I'm like, uh, yeah, what was it called? Like bike riders? That's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, of course, the Marvels. Yes. I'm going to see it. Of course, yes, yes. Yeah, if, I I knew when I knew when we went to the movies today, we were going to see that trailer, and I was like, uh, yeah, I, just because they it's about time it's about time for it to drop soon. Because it drops in what November, December, something like that. Yeah. And I knew that I know I'm going to see it, and uh, yeah, I, I so I was I was honestly waiting for this to be the last trailer before the creator, because that's when I was like, okay, I'll put my phone down, keep a note of these trailers, and get to watching the movie. So. Ah, yeah, but yes, yes, it, yeah. Disney, Marvel, oh, shabam, I'm in. Uh, yeah, and the big thing I read lately is that it's the shortest Marvel movie uh, for the last however many, it's only an hour 45 minutes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I th- Like, to me, that's a good sign because I think uh, uh, less is more right now. Yes, it is. And I think that... <clears throat> For a lot of people, the thing about the longer Marvel movies is because they were good, they captured people and and, and and kept you there. But for some reason, a lot of other people tried to mimic that and they thought more is more and more is better. But I was like, no, some of this shit y'all need to trim down because the average person... I like, nigga, I'm not going to spend two and a half, three hours in a movie theater for an I movie or something that you actually could have fucking split and made to, into two movies. Like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah, the thing for me is basically, um, I hope it means that Nia DaCosta got some creative control over it. I know you always are splitting it with Marvel, but uh, having our 45-minute movie to me gives me hope that they were like, yeah, we don't need to overstay our welcome. Um, because sometimes I think because it's a Marvel movie, directors feel like got to be two hours, two hours, 15 minutes minimum. Um, and and it hurts some of these films. You know, you watch like an Ant-Man, the, the third one, 
and you're like this just feels too long it just feels like this could have been a shorter smaller funnier film and then because you got the budget and because it's marvel and because you want to connect it to kang and all this other shit the movie gets so big that by the end you're like uh, this isn't really this doesn't feel like a story that is about one character anymore you know mm-hmm. so uh, alright let's get into this film this film is called The Creator it is directed by Gareth Edwards it stars John David Washington uh, Madeline Yuna Voilis uh, Voil- uh, Gemma Chan uh, Allison Janney um, Ken Watanabe Sturgill Simpson um and i'm trying to think is there anybody else that was like a yeah that's that's it for me not that the the other people's roles don't matter but just names you might know um and then um the synopsis of it amid a future war between the human race and the forces of artificial intelligence joshua a hardened ex-special forces agent grieving the disappearance of his wife is recruited to hunt down and kill the creator the elusive architect of advanced ai who has developed a mysterious weapon with the power to end war and mankind itself all right karen give me something you liked about this film I, as somebody who read the Alex and Ada comics by the Luna Brothers, Mm -hmm. this film reminded me a lot of that concept in the concept of that comic. Mm -hmm. Like, what what is human? You know, uh, robots and their relationships with people and people falling in love with robots and robots showing that reciprocating it back to humans and 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 just the blending and being able to live together and robots fighting you know for their rights just to fucking leave them alone and shit like that and so i absolutely as somebody who read that comic this this kind of touched a soft spot in my heart because i was like if y'all can do this you can make alex and ada a, a movie or or, or or a TV series like this is a great job of 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 that concept to me uh, for me it was beautiful um, the sci-fi elements of it were just seamlessly beautiful for especially for a movie that's not part of you know um, a, a connected universe type thing or this huge big budget type of you know this is like it's giving you the visuals you can get from like a star wars or really district nine it reminded me a lot of district nine as far as just the way it looked um and i like some of the sci-fi like futuristic concepts that that came into it but yeah just the aesthetic of it the way the special effects for like how they made the artificial intelligence have faces and they had that little thing on them um, which also just now I think about it reminds me of the artificial intelligence movie with the girl and Oscar Isaac. Fuck. Um, I know what you're talking about when they was down there together. Yes. Right. Uh, he ended up in um, ex machina. Yes. Uh, so so yeah, they had some good like uh, mishmash of different special effects. The lighting on like certain type of weapons and and uh outfits and stuff like that and and certain cities and stuff they went to uh i thought it just looked amazing another thing i liked about it it was great acting Mm -hmm. because you know at some periods of time the actors would probably was talking to nothing and no one Mm -hmm. 
And so I really appreciate the way they interacted and, interwo- and intertwined the actual real life human beings with the robots and the AI and all these things around them that was not real. Mm-hmm. It felt like it was a real thing. I was like, oh, th- you you felt like this was a lived in world. So I appreciate them doing that. And that goes back to what you said. It was just gorgeous and beautiful and also made you feel like this is a, it's a singular story, but it impacted the world. So you got to see all this shit impacting the world, even though it's also a singular following story at the same time. Yeah, and, and st- stylistically, um, the it felt because Gareth also directed Rogue One. Ah. It felt like the how Rogue One did Star Wars, where it was a little dirty, mm-hmm. a little gritty, and it kind of made it more real for you. Uh, another thing I'd say, the action. Like when I say it reminds you of District Nine, it like it, it it the action is so deadly. Like so many characters die in this movie. There's only there's no real plot armor around anybody um except the main AI baby thing. But everybody else can fucking get it at any fucking time, just about. Um and the way they die is gruesome and it might not be like gory but it's it's very shocking it's it's yes, bullet it holes is. straight through people it's you know people that you just met and start having like oh there's a connection here this is a friend pow 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 dead you know like uh a woman has a fucking gr- uh, grenade blow up in a delivery bag she thought was like so so like stuff like that the grittiness and gruesomeness of this world um and the action in the fights and the and the choreography of the fights with the, as far as like you know the shootouts and the, with the big ass tanks and stuff like that that was very good i thought also i like the fact that they made people who people are evil there was some people they was just evil they mm-hmm. was like fuck them robots fuck them we gonna kill them all higher hell water and you know, uh, spoiler alert, come to find out it started over like uh, a, a bomb exploding in like Los Angeles, mm-hmm. but it was a human error. The robots didn't even fuck it up. And if, if you believe the robots, yeah, that's true. If you believe the robots, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, um, another thing I like to it reminded me of like anime, by which I mean like uh, the concepts of the sci fi. The way they just kind of put things on the screen, they didn't always explain them. But if you've seen enough of these movie tropes and anime tropes and stuff, you kind of already know it. You know, mm-hmm. like when they do the thing where they like can scan a dead person's brain, depending on how long they've been dead, they can like put their brain onto a, a like a microchip, put it into a artificial intelligence that is uh, currently dead, and reanimate it back to life. Da, 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 da. Does it make the most logistical sense? No, because if the anim- if the AI is dead, it essentially seems like it wouldn't be able to function because if it could function with that microchip in it, it should be able to function without it, right? So, like, like, you know, like it just takes, but it doesn't matter. It's just a, it's like a, a, a anime concept and it's mm-hmm. a cool way to do something that you need to move the plot forward anyway, right. which is essentially like, hey, we need the bad guys that are chasing them to find out where they're at now. And then they do like a cool anime science fiction thing instead of just, uh, you know, some some old fashioned stuff. And I kind of like that stuff. I like that they, this movie was experimental in so many ways and willing to try. Um, even when it didn't necessarily make the most plot sense, it was like a cool visual thing to look at. 
Uh, yeah, and also going back to what you said, I read it. Uh, you kind of talked about it before, but I don't know if it's one of your things, but the powers. Like, I really enjoy uh, the main kid's power. Oh, Alfie. Alfie's power. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, A, it came out of nowhere, and when it happened, you go, that makes sense, and that makes sense why everybody would be looking, you know what I mean, looking for this creature or person. You know, because it's like, A, for a lot of people, you either want to kill them or uh, use it for your advantage. Like, just to be able to shut shit down and, and you know, have, uh, be in control of things and stuff like that. Like, like that's a very powerful weapon. Um, and also, speaking of powers, I like the thing that was floating up in the air. I don't remember the name of it, but the ship mm-hmm. that was in the air. Yeah. Uh and I like the fact that, like you said, it's similar to anime where, you know, you, you blow out missiles and they don't miss. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going around, you're scanning the ground and you know exactly where to hit, you know. And so I actually really, like you said, the sci-fi pieces of it. Yeah, I think I was it, was called, it was called the Nomad. The Nomad, yes. Yeah. Um, and there's like a suborbital flying machine that essentially made killing artificial intelligence very easy but it did it with like huge bombs and it bombed these cities and the thing that was well i'll get into that in the negatives but um yeah i i mean it definitely looked cool and as a concept science fiction like i said it reminded me more of anime than than like a live action movie like the way the plot moved mm-hmm. um I'm trying to think for positives um um yeah i really liked uh the kid that played alfie um me too i thought they were really good i liked a lot of the casting of this um the combination of like american and asians especially japanese culture was like a cool blend to this movie mm-hmm. um and how they allowed my, i'm sorry to piggyback but how they allowed them to speak their own language yeah, yeah yeah i liked all that stuff the language barriers and how that stuff gets overcome throughout the film um so i think that might be it from my likes. You, you got any more? Same. Okay. Let's get to dislikes. Give me something you disliked. I think it was slow moving. I mm. think that they could have cut some time down. Yeah, it's definitely too long. It. Uh, so, you know, for me, it was a little long, uh, but I still enjoyed it, even though it was a little long. But yeah, this could have been an hour 45, hour 50, maybe an hour and a half movie. Yeah, and I think that really hurts the movie, The Length. At least it hurt it for me because um, it's not a very smart movie. It's kind of like a, almost like a, it's, it reminded me of um, Neil Bloomkamp's movies. I know he didn't do this movie, but he did like District 9, which is, I think, an actual good movie. I know some mm-hmm. people disagree, but I think District 9 is a good movie. Me too. But he also had a bunch of movies that, um, I I didn't like um uh after that and I was giving him like uh I was giving Neil Blomkamp like a uh I don't wanna say a pass but like a um I was I was giving him like a lot of slack. Like I was like, okay, he had that hit. I really liked that when he's shown this ability where maybe he can make more movies like this. He just needs another chance and da da da. And then 
I hated Chappie. Oh, that was bad. Elysium was horrible. The one that uh, was originally supposed to star Mark Wahlberg and it started up Matt Damon. Either way, it was terrible. I think I think I seen that one too. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, if the I'm one, not mistaken. Because a lot of times what happens is it's an oversimplification in a world that needs world building. Right. You know, and um, that's what happened in this movie to me. Some things were so oversimplified that you're like, wait, what? No one looked into this? You know, the whole, like, the war started off of a coding error from a human. Seems like it would be a huge fucking deal. The fact that the whole thing is we're saving the human race and then just blowing up fucking towns full of humans. Just, it just uh, like, just like with no pushback there's no real world effect there's no media being like hey look what they're doing like i think it's supposed to be a discussion maybe on the allegory about the war on terror but part of the reason that the war on terror can be like examined in our media is that people were pushing against it even as it was happening Mm -hmm. and so to see like this world where you're I'm, I'm assuming your movie is trying to say hey what the humans are doing is bad they're killing they're not just killing AI they're killing everybody and they're not even doing it accurately and they don't give a fuck about anything it, it just felt like they never connected that the only moral arbiters of that seem to be either the AI or John David Washington's character at the very fucking end just, so that felt like a weird thing because also the humans that agreed that we need to protect the ai and all that stuff they didn't really have a lot of voice or characters it was like a couple of lines in the background of of a fight or something um so yeah i just felt like it 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 didn't really build the world as much as it introduced a new concept every few minutes so that you didn't think oh yeah they didn't really flesh out this other concept because what i want to know is when you introduce a concept how does this affect the world more you know this thing with what, what you can scan someone's brain and put it on a chip how would that affect more things in this world than just the couple of times it's used and never brought up you know uh the, the some of these things felt very weird where like it's a huge surveillance state and and advanced technology but also john david washington and uh alfie just walk around in many cases right in public in broad daylight not really being stopped at checkpoints not really being caught um at one checkpoint, she uses her powers to turn everything off, turns their car back on. Family full of kids in the car with them getting shot at by bullets. The plot armor, I guess, protected them, but we're still supposed to think he's a good guy or they're good guys. Like, there's just moments in this film where I, I just feel like, I don't, I don't know, like one more level of thought and we have a classic film instead of a like, oh, okay, that was cool. Yeah, and also for me, I go to piggyback on what you're saying, yeah. uh, I want to know more about the war because you introduced this war, you introduced Ground Zero. I, even if it would have been a flashback, I would have liked to see if it was a coding error, somebody coding the error, but like, oh shit, you know, j- just something other than, like you said, the AI saying that the human made the error, we would never do this. And the humans going, y'all did it. It don't matter. And the president giving a speech is like, no, I will. I won't. I would like to see the world prior to because they kind of, sort of did that, but they didn't give me enough to justify all these other things on the on the backside of the movie. Yeah, it, like I said, um, it's just there, and there's a ton of these. I'm not going through all of them because it's just gonna sound like I hate the movie if I go through all of them, but there's a lot of just moments like this where like it's not just a matter of convenience like coincidence 
some of it just feels like not well thought out or like if you thought about it a little longer you could have made like a cool moment as opposed to just a and then they walk right by like another thing that was interesting like the robo police that were like yeah it was weird like they came to like cities and and places that they're supposed to be having a war with ai the fucking u.s military drops on foreign soul starts uh whatever starts uh, uh, interrogating and 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 killing like you know innocent people essentially and then the only people that show up to stop them is the police i thought there was like a war i thought there wouldn't there be like another ai army or something if and if that's not the case why not bring that up in the film like hey have y'all noticed there's not really an ai army that is fighting these people this is just them going and killing people that are minding their fucking business that would have been like a great moment to point that out you know but we never really get it out and i don't think the film was trying to be super clever i just think they didn't think of it or didn't think it was important or they wanted to show the robots and the people that loved them as like the rebels of the society and it just it wasn't given that to me um especially considering this robot weapon they created as a fucking baby which is also a whole nother set of what the fuck kind of logic if you can make grown-up robots why not make your weapon a grown-up like they yeah they just didn't explain or have reasoning for it i just think it it's only one or two lines of script to make that oh well because of the way the powers work it has to start in embassy or else blah 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 like give us a reason as opposed to just being like it's because to me what it felt like it's a baby and therefore we won't want to see it get killed so yeah like, like if it like, was like she lost her baby this is a substitute for her baby yeah yes. like it's, and it's a baby and he and they lost a baby and that and he he lost the pregnant you know his when she died or whatever went missing she was pregnant blah, blah blah so like i think we knew john david washington he just it's just a robot turn it off but now with a baby adorable little baby you gotta you're gonna start to want to care about it and i just think yeah like there were moments where i felt like man i would have it would have been dope to have an explanation for that that went a little bit further than just she lost a baby and decided to make this an embryo but if it's the middle of a war and everybody's dying we ain't got time for the baby to become an adult so just make the fucking make an adult one that can do the got the same powers or like you said or either explain the reason why exactly you know maybe it's something where you go the robots wanted to procreate we couldn't figure out another way this is the only because now i'm because now i'm making up reasons right you know what i'm saying as Mm -hmm. opposed to the film giving me explanations uh anything else yes i would have liked to know more about maya's father because if the whole thing was getting to a father, getting to a father, come to find out the code name isn't her, isn't her father, it's her. We didn't see her father. We didn't get any background of her father. We didn't see her spending any time with her father. Like, if, if y'all gonna throw his name out like he is this big bad, we should have gotten something. If you're gonna sit me there for two hours and some change, we should have filled in some plot holes. Yeah, it's very predictable because I figured out she was Nimrata of, like, maybe halfway through the film i said oh it's gonna be ah, her okay like which which is interesting though because the film says it was her dad then it moved to her and you're right we never get introduced to her dad so it still feels like a. I still think you have a very valid crit- criticism um another thing and this is probably my biggest thing and, and probably my last thing but there's like they don't really make any 
to me real good guys in the film. You kind of supposed to root for the robots because they're doing that thing like I Robot, where the black lead of the film is racist against robots, which is something I fucking hate. Uh, it's like we're so far in the future, black people don't experience racism anymore. Matter of fact, they can be racist, uh, and they don't even see the irony. You know, I hate that shit. Mm-hmm. I know people pat themselves on the back for thinking of it that way, but it's whack. But John David Washington, to me, was not giving me what I needed to as a lead in this film, specifically because so much of his decision making was based off of the idea that he was in love with this woman, which made him as a character do stupid, stupid things. But most importantly, didn't make sense to me as a character because he was supposedly undercover, embedded with this woman to kill her father. And they show in flashbacks, he knew that it was her father. So when he says, I'll just, they, once they get in them rotted, they don't want you, you'll be fine. It's like, that's her daddy. They show in a flashback, you talking to your boy before you go undercover with him saying, we think it's her dad. So you thought this woman you loved and impregnated, who was definitely on the side of the robots, you thought you were going to help kill her fucking father to end the war and then y'all were going to live happily ever after. Then after she discovered this, supposedly died, somehow came back from the dead, you go join this mission. You were going to go on a war, in, in the middle of this war and find her five years later and do what, nigga? Reconcile? Y'all just going to get married again? It was so fucking dumb, that motivation. it would have been better off if he was planning to kill her honestly and i know that sounds terrible Mm -hmm. the motivation would have made more fucking sense to me if he was like i'm gonna find her and kill her she actually betrayed me or something like if she was the reason he lost his arm and leg or something like just any reason other than i still love her we can make this work how nigga you can't make this work you know, this is like, and I know movies like doing dumb shit like, what if a black person fell in love with a Nazi? I hate those plots. I never see those movies because they're so fucking dumb. This one felt kind of like that. Like, there's no middle ground in this war for you and your love. And there was nothing, like, and 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 shout out to the whoever wrote her part. She acts accordingly. Mm-hmm. I, she acts exactly how the fuck you should act. It just, I... They made his character so fucking dumb. I just could not really root for this guy. And at the end when he like dies or sacrifices himself, I didn't really even feel nothing. Honest to God, like when he went and saw like the 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 robot version of his ex and shit, I didn't care. The fact that his heart grew because you put him in the place of the racist in the movie who learns to be less racist. And I'm sorry, but that ain't really that's not really it for me i'm not a person to go oh well they learn to be less racist okay they finally get it the robots is humans too or whatever fuck it so yeah I, that was a big knock for me and that's probably my last thing okay i got three more things one just to, to spend more time with the crew the original crew that he was with i would have really liked to see their bonding more yeah you've seen it but i'm like like to justify these emotional connections right number two like, and it's so bad that uh, Watanabe's character just has to keep saying to him, 
brother, my brother, because they never show them being brothers. So we just assume, well, he wouldn't call anybody that. Correct. Number two, uh, what is the 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 major uh, the 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 his person he reported to that white lady? I don't remember. Yeah, her Allison Janney's character, Colonel Howell. Yeah, Colonel Howell. Colonel Howell basically was like. Yeah, white people came in and, you know, fucked them over, raped and pillaged and shit like that. Don't you think they, you know, they're going to come back and get us? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, you, you say that. And my thing is, not that you need to show it, but we need it. You need justification for why you have this over-the-top fear and you're so adamant about just destroying other than you just showing me ground zero. Right. In my opinion, like 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 there was no story building there other than you verbally saying that these things happened. Um and my last thing, uh this goes back to some of the stuff you were saying before, the relationship between Joshua and Alf and Alpha. Alfie. Alfie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um the emotional connection it didn't come off good. And the right. and my biggest reason why is because a, you didn't build like we didn't you didn't do enough building with them and also you needed somebody you needed an actor and john washington don uh, uh david washington. washington he's a good actor but you needed somebody with an emotional range mm-hmm. like like that you looked and you were like oh my god like you could just right. like that emotion just almost emotes off of them and you didn't get that from him so like you said at the end with them crying telling each other it just did not hit at all even the love even the love for maya it just did not hit at all like you needed somebody that could actually show you that their love was sincere and emote in a a non-emoting way to kind of pull you into their love circle yeah part of it's on the writing of the characters and the way they allotted the time in the film. Agreed. But part of it to me, I can't escape. It's kind of on him. Like, I don't think he's a stronger actor as he needs to be for some of the roles that he's taken or gotten. Um, and, you know, I'm not rooting against him or whatever, but no. it's just, I'd be lying if I told y'all. I'll be watching these movies with him, and a lot of times I feel like his performance comes off as like mid. I loved him in Ballers. I thought he was great in that. That's actually funny to say because Ballers is a series. Is, mm, but he in it was good. I thought he was did a great job. Um, to the point where, honestly, when he first showed up, I didn't even know he was related to Denzel Washington. I was like, man, this, what, a, what a fun actor. But he doesn't really take a lot of high-intensity roles like that. Like, he does a lot of, like, I'm trying to act, you know, acting. And none of those movies have hit for me. And, um... Yeah, maybe maybe eventually he'll get the one, but like I've seen like yeah, I've just seen too many that I've just thought he wasn't doing much in them. Um Yeah, like I said, a lot of it might be just how it's written or how they're telling him to perform. I don't know. But I'm not trying to find it. I've seen other actors like Leonardo and some of these other people, like Neo Leonardo was out there with a fucking bear. And I felt more emotions with him fucking, you know, trying to get away from that bear than I did here. Mm-hmm. And so because though just the way he acts and emotes makes a big difference. Yeah. All right. Uh let's rate it. Zero to five. This is going to be a two point five. Yeah. Um I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a three because I did 
Mm. Yeah, I do like the special effects sci-fi stuff. It just it looks great, beautiful gowns. Um and uh the concepts and stuff are interesting. Like I'd love if they made like a spin-off anime about this mm-hmm. or something. Like there's there's other I like this world kind of. I just think maybe the movie just oversimplified things to a point where we just we needed more. I think when I think of Garrett Gareth and um Rogue One, the reason Rogue One works so well is because it connects to all the other lore that is already had the blanks filled in. So when he introduces a concept like the Death Star, we don't need it really re-explained or how important it is to get the plans to it and stuff. In this one, he's just like, a nuclear war started. And we're like, how? What 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 was happening with AI that made this even possible? Like, you know, how does nobody know it was human error? Why is this not debated? Where's the news in this thing? You know, where are other countries and how do they feel? Like, uh, so just, yeah, I just think it was so oversimplified. But ultimately, kind of like District 9, a beautiful distraction mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, seeing it in the theater doesn't feel like a waste of time. No. Nope. Even though it, it's at least 30 minutes of a waste of time because it's too long. Uh, all right. We got two comments. Let's see. Uh, it was on Equalizer. Sand- Sandler Agony says... I felt like the bigger the environment, the weaker the bad guys got. Equalizer 2 gave me a similar feeling, more or less. At the same time, this was fine. Denzel giving us pathos and dialogue that you'll have you smiling like a Chester cat. Uh, that scene where he nearly broke that man's hand did not disappoint. The petty in me would have loved to see him shit himself just for the hell of it. Film needed more equalizing, sort of like movie two. When it does happen, it's pretty good, while not holy fucking shit like in the original in that fake-ass Home Depot with him using appliances and tools to dispose of those henchmen. Correct. The inclusion of Dakota Fanning is fine. Fanning and Washington have good chemistry. Honestly, if the film didn't fridge her, I wouldn't mind seeing her seeing where Fuqua and writer Richard went would have went with her. Oh well. The bad guys are pretty pedestrian. The first film had David Harbour and Martin Saskas eating up this, eating this shit up. Saskas especially went fucking ham on Lil John in that portable with the baseball game going on. Film just needed more to, of that to raise the stakes. I had fun though, admittedly a tad disappointed, but it's Denzel talking shit and killing dickheads for a little bit, and it's under two hours. It does its job decently. Ronan Raphael says, I like Karen's wish for the younger brother to kill the older, hence becoming the main villain. Uh, just came fresh from seeing the movie and jumped on here. Karen's point got my third eye activated in agreement. Yay! Uh, the whole thing about the terrorists and the Gamaro was the movie being a little too serious for its own good. It was meant to be sh- a shock that they use real life scenarios as terrorist groups do actually partake in drug trade, uh, be it in Afghanistan, Brazil, or Iraq or Nigeria. It wasn't a bad idea for a mafia group to have Turkish Syrian symbols on the drugs that they distribute because they were actually in business with the group. But who came to Equalizer 3 for that? That's 24 or in a movie, Mission Impossible, so I knocked the execution of that. Now let's talk about my biggest gripe with this movie. I'm pissed, annoyed, and sad that Antoine Fuqua and Sony for reminding me what I missed out on when the United States Navy refused to allow me to be stationed in the area of this movie. I could have been having tea, too. I knew that this story (laughs) 
look familiar for a reason. Anyway, if I ever end up single in the future, I know where I'm moving to. Oh, by the way, you know the history of Sicilians in northern Italy? They're considered the niggers of their country. Even in soccer and the other parts of the country used to openly discriminate on them. Uh, that's also history with Africa, both ancient and current. Not that there's no racism in the area, however. From my sources, that area isn't new to black people. So it wasn't a surprise for Roberto McCall to be accepted in the community. Now, if he had shown up as Frank Lucas instead, hit that timer. Uncle Denzel beating people righteously will never get old to me. Thank you, everybody, for your feedback. We appreciate y'all. We do. We'll be back with another movie review next time we see a movie. Um, Who knows? Because movies are slowing down. I looked at a chart, and I don't think we saw a movie all of September. Oh, no. Yeah, so we'll see uh, soon. Well, we were also busy doing a lot of stuff. Live show, Roy Wood Jr., Kev on stage. It was a lot of shit. Yeah, we were busy. Uh, But, yeah, we'll be back. Until then, peace. Peace.